0: Welcome back to Fit Body Happy Joints. My name is Shannon. Today we are talking about how to reduce oxidative stress. Oxidative stress is known to accelerate aging, to potentially waste muscle, um, and can increase the likelihood of diseases and is associated with diseases like Alzheimer's and heart disease and cancer and lots of other things that I'm going to talk about in this episode. So you can use exercise and meditation and mindfulness to reduce your oxidative stress and ultimately see better results from your workouts, see more desirable changes in your body from the time that you're putting into your workouts. And I really try to make all of my content be about that, how to work out smarter, not harder. And the contents of your workouts matters, right? What you're doing in your workouts matters, how you're programming your workouts, the intention that you're using during your movement, how you fuel and how you manage stress. All of that matters. And in our Evo classes, we try to make every class be relatively short and be bang for your buck, good bang for your buck. We want to make sure that the time that you're spending in your workout is going to produce Good rewards for you. And it might not be fast rewards. And <laughs> there's a difference between effective and like fast. In Evlo, we are not about like quick fixes at all. We are about slowly adapting, learning about your body so that, you know, we can be fit and healthy for the rest of our lives. So because of this, because we value your time, because we want to make you know your what you're doing in class B, high bang for your buck, everything that we do has a purpose, a strong purpose. And in every class, you'll see, you know, you'll experience your muscles burning and fatiguing, and we call it um, cooking your muscles. (laughs) You'll feel cooked. But you'll also notice notice that in every class, there's at least a few moments of breath work both before and after the class. So before the class, we usually do a few rounds of of breath. And then after the class, we'll do shavasana, which is where you just lay there and breathe and relax and recover. And this may seem like fluff or a waste of time to so many people that aren't used to doing it. And I totally get that. But in this podcast, I'm going to explain a case for not skipping the relaxation and the breath work and why it can actually help you recover faster from your workouts, how it can make you feel better and how it can ultimately allow you to be more consistent. All of those things, recovering faster, feeling better and being more consistent ultimately lead to better more sustainable results. Again, not necessarily fast results, but results that feel like they are coming from integrity, right? That we're not just grinding into grinding our body into the ground. So results that we can actually sustain. Again, working out smarter not harder. So the reason some post workout relaxation and or incorporating meditation into your routine is so powerful is because it can reduce oxidative stress. So let's talk about oxidative stress. What it is, you may have heard about it, maybe not. So what is oxidative stress? how too much oxidative stress can be harmful and kind of spin your wheels and how mindfulness and meditation and purposeful relaxation can reduce oxidative stress and ultimately be one of those kind of puzzle pieces to help you improve the effectiveness of your workouts and make you feel better. So disclaimer before we get into this is that it's been a while since I studied microbiology, cellular biology, so I honestly had to refresh my memory on a lot of this, which I will gladly do because I love researching, I love learning, and I find this kind of stuff super interesting. But nonetheless, I'm going to keep this pretty basic and pretty high level as I explain these things. But if you're interested in the nitty-gritty, I will link an article that I found in the show notes that does a great job at kind of talking about this topic as it relates to exercise. So if you want to learn more, you can go to the show notes and, and grab that. So what is oxidative stress? There are a couple of steps that I need to explain in order for you to understand what oxidative stress is. Oxidative stress is essentially where your cells are overwhelmed because of what some people will call toxins but the reactive oxygen species or ROS, reactive oxygen oxygen species. So you get oxidative stress in your body when you have too much of these ROS. What's ROS? ROS or ROS, I don't know if it's ROS or ROS. I think it's ROS. ROS are molecules that have an unstable amount of electrons that make them reactive and detrimental to the cell, so quote-unquote toxins that you may have heard of. Physical stress like exercise, emotional stress, and environmental stress like pollution and smoking can increase these ROS. ROS cause damage to the cell if the cell can't efficiently clear them. So they can damage the DNA, they can damage proteins in the cell. And when the cell identifies ROS... The cell responds by producing antioxidant molecules that help trap or convert these ROS into something less damaging to our cells. You may have heard of antioxidants before. There are certain foods that claim they have antioxidants in them. And what what is that? Well, these are molecules that help clear these quote-unquote toxins so that they're not causing more damage to your cells. Exercise can be a stressor that produces ROS in muscle tissue. So exercise can actually be one of those stressors that creates ROS. And this happens when there is damage to the muscle cell during exercise. So you lift, you know, you do a, a hard exercise session, your muscles are fatigued and tired and cooked, and you may produce ROS. When you produce ROS, immune cells are produced when they sense that there's damage to the muscle cell. So your muscle cell signals I'm damaged and immune cells come to the site of injury in order to heal that muscle damage. These immune cells that are triggered from muscle damage are thought to excessively produce ROS. So why does exercise produce ROS? Well, one theory is because with exercise damage, there's immune cells. These immune cells are thought to potentially produce these reactive oxygen species that could be ultimately damaging your cells if they're not cleared. So exercise-induced release of other hormones like adrenaline and dopamine can also play a role in generating ROS. So in short, exercise generates through these different pathways the release of or the creation of ROS. Now ROS may be good, reactive reactive oxygen species may be good in small doses because it signals the biochemical pathways that contribute to making your muscles stronger and bigger. So, as you exercise, your body gets more efficient at producing these antioxidants that make these reactive oxygen species less damaging. However, if ROS are too high, and you know, if let's say you have an accumulation of you're you're doing too much exercise, you're emotionally stressed, uh, maybe you're around pollution or something, you you have an accumulation of too much ROS in your system, and your system gets overwhelmed the cells can't keep up and clear and convert this ROS and the cell will undergo programmed cell death or apoptosis. (laughs) When was the last time you heard of apoptosis? I feel like mine was definitely college microbiology. (laughs) So when this happens at a large scale, when your body is overwhelmed with too much ROS, it can't clear it, eventually you start to get oxidative stress. So this is where oxidative stress comes in is when the ROS cannot be cleared by your body. Symptoms of oxidative stress are fatigue, muscle loss or brain fog, muscle or joint pain, wrinkles, gray hair, decreased eyesight, headache, sensitivity to noise, so all of these things are kind of some cardinal signs that I always tell our clients to look out for to indicate that they could potentially need a reset week or indicate that they're overdoing it and they need to give their body a break. And because if you just continue to go, go, go when your body is giving you these signals that, hey, I have, I've got some oxidative stress, I've got some damage happening, let's slow down. This oxidative stress becomes chronic and it becomes unmanaged and it can lead to more serious things like neurodegeneration, things like Alzheimer's, uh, cancer, cardiovascular disease, diabetes, and rapid aging, or and even muscle loss, right? So it can actually get in the way of your body composition if you if you're starting to lose muscle over time from accumulating this oxidative stress. So if you're starting to get these signs that, hey, my body might be in a stress state, like maybe I need to listen to that. I highly recommend considering taking a reset week so that, you know, you can take a step back, allow your body to process the stress, and you'll come back stronger. This is productive and will ultimately keep your body healthy in the long term. In fact, I, I do recommend doing a reset week, you know, depending on how much you're training and, and your emotional stress level and all of that. But I do recommend doing a reset week like 10, every 10 or 12 weeks or sometimes even less. But just listen to your body. If you're getting those symptoms, like I talked about fatigue, um, decreased eyesight, headache, sensitivity to noise, joint pain, things like that might be time to take a step back. I did an entire podcast on how and when to do a reset week. That's episode number 30. So, if you speculate you may be experiencing some of these symptoms and need a reset week, I would recommend go listening to that and I'll give you some more guidance there. So, that's ROS, that's uh, oxidative stress. A certain dosage of ROS can be beneficial, but we want to be able to buffer it so it doesn't turn into chronic oxidative stress and give us all those undesirable results. So, when it comes to fitness, there are two ways and probably more than than that, than two ways, but two ways that come to mind to make sure that we're managing the amount of oxidative stress that we have, managing the amount of ROS that we have, allowing our body time to actually clear that ROS so that we are seeing benefits from our workouts instead of backtracking. So number one is not overdoing the exercise. More is not better. I talk about this in almost every episode, but we are so conditioned to believe that we've got to do more and more and more in order to be fit and see results. And it's just not true. So doing enough exercise that will stimulate slow but consistent adaptation is the key. But we don't want to do so much exercise that it overwhelms your system. And again, you'll know if you start to get some of those, some of those symptoms that I listed above. And then number two is managing stress. There's so many different ways you can manage stress. And ultimately, I recommend trying a lot of different things to find what works best for you. But this is a great reason why we add in breath work and relaxation into every single class, even if it's just a little bit. Because if we can manage our stress better, and I'm going to talk about the science behind this in just a second, you can buffer the ROS from exercise and adapt and recover quicker and reduce the accumulation of this oxidative stress. So how does mindfulness reduce the chance of accumulating oxidative stress? Again, it's a little bit of a pathway, so stick with me. Mindfulness, meditation, and intentional relaxation, whatever you want to do, is known to lower cortisol, which is a stress hormone. Cortisol is a stress hor- hormone. And cortisol is good in small doses, but it can be problematic if it's chronically high. Same with ROS, right? If it's chronically high and not cleared, it starts to create issues in our body. Go back to episode number 35, where I talked about how cortisol can affect body composition. This all kind of layers, all my podcasts kind of layer one on top of the other. So the number 35, I talk more in detail about cortisol and how it can affect body composition. But cortisol inhibits enzymes responsible for producing those antioxidants. Remember those antioxidants are what ultimately come in when they, when ROS is there, it was present and clean up that ROS so that we're not accumulating oxidative stress. So when there, when cortisol is high, antioxidants are low. When cortisol is high, antioxidants are low. So when your cortisol is too high from stress These antioxidants can't be produced, they can't clear the ROS, and we can eventually create oxidative stress. And this oxidative stress can cause muscle wasting, influencing body composition, along with all of those symptoms and diseases that I listed earlier. So relaxation and meditation is shown to decrease cortisol, opening the pathways for those antioxidants to help reduce ROS, reducing oxidative stress in the body. So hopefully you're following Basically, bottom line, relaxation improves oxidative stress in your body. So what's really cool is that you get more and more efficient at reducing cortisol the longer you meditate. The more seasoned you are at meditating, the easier it becomes, and you get better at buffering cortisol. Essentially, it's a skill that you get better at the longer you do. And a study that I'll link in the show notes indicated that those who meditate regularly have a lower cortisol response to a stressful event or to a stressor than those who don't meditate. So very good case for meditating and how meditating can ultimately play in to your workouts and your body's adaptation to your workouts. So when you first start um, meditating, or maybe you're just starting with us uh, by doing Shavasana at the end of class and really just allowing your body to relax, allowing that like relaxing breathing to take hold. It may feel difficult because you're not used to it. Your body's like, I need to go. I need to get up. I need to be productive. Listen, I get it. <laughs> I have that as well, which is why I really have to make it a point to meditate and, and do shavasana. But I will say that everybody that I've talked to about this, and it's been my experience as well, that it gets easier and you start to crave it the more that you do it. So it's worth it. And the best part is, is that the benefits compound the more you do it. And I truly think that you don't need to meditate for like an entire hour every day to get the benefits. I think that's where people get intimidated is they think that they have to do it super often or for a very long time in order to see the benefits. And I really don't think that you have to do that. I think it's just about being consistent. And this is why we like to include just a little bit in every class, kind of easing you in. And you'll find that as you get quote unquote better at it, again, you'll start to crave it more. You'll start to add it into more of your day. You'll start to prioritize it more. If you're an EBLO member and you want to start prolonging your end of class Shavasana, I highly, highly recommend you doing that. So we usually do Shavasana, you know, just depending on the class and how much time we have, like 30 seconds to two minutes. But if you have time to stay, we highly recommend just you know flipping off the video and just staying on your mat, maybe even setting a timer on your phone for 5, 10, 15 minutes, however long you can allot, and allow yourself to really be there and just sink in and reap all of those amazing benefits. And it's, it's almost easier to meditate after you've worked out. Um, I find that it's easier to relax your body once you've gotten some movement in. So that's a great, great time to do it. If you're an EVLO member, we also have meditations by a certified meditation instructor and physical therapist, Peyton. She does a new one every week and there's an entire meditation category, so you can go in there. And even if you're not an EVLO member, you can apply this into your workouts. You know, taking a few minutes at the end of every workout to just... Be just allow yourself to get really comfortable. Lay, focus on your breath as you breathe in. Feel the belly rise, the ribcage inflate as you breathe out. Allow your entire body to just melt into the mat. There's also tons of med- meditations, free meditations available on the internet, on Spotify. So there's lots of ways to do it. You don't have to be an Evelyn member to apply this. So in short, I wanted to explain kind of why we do what we do and why we do uh, breath work and relaxation in every single class and how it can be so powerful. And meditation, relaxation, shavasana, whatever you want to call it, is not a waste of time. It can help you recover faster. It can allow exercise to be working for you instead of against you. Essentially, it could be used in tandem with your workouts to make the time you are working out be more beneficial for your body. So that's what I have for you today. I hope this was interesting. I hope I didn't lose you. Feel free to listen again if you need to. And if you are not an Eveless member and would like to try our class, we've got eight free classes in the show notes. You can also just try our membership for 14 days for free. I will link both of those. And that is it for today. We will see you all next week. Bye for now.